Do you want to know your death date? Manifest season one. Center chat. Let's talk. Welcome to the Center Cut Center Chat. I am Michael. And I am Dave. 828. 828. It's everywhere. It's all over the place. And today we're going to die. David, what the heck are we doing here? Did you know we're going to die? Eventually. Uh, we're all going to die. Maybe. But we're going to talk about whether or not we'd want to know when we're going to die. Just like the characters in Manifest, they find out at the end of season one that they have a specific date they're going to die. And that's what we are going to decide. Yeah. So clarifying question here. We are just determining whether or not we want to know when we are going to die. We are not doing any of the other stuff that happens in Manifest, like we disappeared and we have powers and all that bullshit, right? 100%. Yeah. It's just about whether or not we know we're going to die. Hmm. I think there's still quite a damn bit to clarify here, my friend. Yep. We talked around it a little bit in the episode proper, but there's the question of whether or not your death date is set in stone, i.e. like if I found out mine was April 3rd, 2061, am I just invincible until then? Can I go jump off a skyscraper, microwave a bag of spoons and poke a shark in the eye? Or am I just, I, I, I don't know. I, I think for the sake of the argument, it has to be that you can still die if you do dumb shit. But as long as you live within your means and don't like mainline black tar heroin, I think you're going to live out your frame until that date. I agree that this is an important piece that we, we have to clarify. And I do think that it would be too strong an argument on the side of knowing if that meant that you could not die before then. Agreed. Because then it's like, that's the only choice. Because <laughs> then you can literally do anything you want. And that's not yeah, fair. Just go to town, like not giving two shits about anything. So, okay. So we agree there. I think the other whopper to confirm is the length. Now, I don't think we can really do the argument justice if we pick it one way or another. So I think that we have to leave it open. Definitely. Okay. My actions, if I found out I'm dying in three weeks, are going to be vastly different than if I found out I'm kicking the bucket at 82. Correct. So I, I vote that when we argue for the side of knowing our death date, that we have to kind of weigh both instances. I think that's only fair. Yeah, I'll agree with that. Okay. Yep. Episode over. <laughs> Good talk. No, I, uh, this is a tricky one, right? I think though that this is of the, of all of the center chats we've had so far, this is the one that I least knew my answer going into it. Agreed. I could be swayed either way. Yeah. It really comes down to like whether or not you like to prepare for the future, I guess, right? It also is, is a discussion of how you would live your life differently knowing when you're going to die. Agreed. And I do think that it would be nice if you did know to be able to prepare accordingly. And there's many things to prepare. I mean, your affairs, you can prepare financially and also like the days leading up to it. You have to tighten up all of the separate affairs you're having. That's important. <laughs> Not those affairs, David. Tie up all those storylines. No, there's a lot to unpack. Let, let's start with your affairs because you mentioned it. Okay. I yep. don't have a will. And if I died tomorrow, the courts would step in and probably just give all my old worn out shit to my wife. Mm -hmm. But what if I wanted to give my lamp that you hate? What if I wanted to give that to charity? Which I wouldn't. But if I did, it would be good to have a chance to plan that stuff. That would be smart because if you don't give that to charity, Ashley is just going to smash it. <laughs> I just I'm not going to go make my will right now. But if I knew I was dead in a month, 
I'm going to draw up my last rights. Also, I thought you were going to say you would give it to me because I hate it. <laughs> and then I would have been like, ah. If I found out my death date and I found out I was dead in 40 years, I'm still going to procrastinate and not. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah <laughs> and not write yeah, up my yeah. will. So I guess it doesn't change much for me in that instance. And then there's a chance like I just die of an accident before then. And then it's the same the same yeah. as if I just didn't know at all. Yeah. So I guess in for a fair sake, doesn't really change much overall. It doesn't really push the needle one way or the other for me. Yeah, I would agree with that. It's a I mean, I guess it's an opportunity to prepare. But, you know, I don't have a lot to prepare right now. Like when I have kids and all, all that jazz, it would be a little bit more complicated. But right now it's just like give everything to Emily. Yeah. What about financially? I, I do think a death date would help extremely. Oh, imagine if you're going like, to live to like whatever, 80, and you knew the exact amount of time you need to prepare for retirement. That's what I'm saying. Because much of my life, unfortunately, has been in service of trying to plan for being old. I, I mean, a lot of people's are. And that is always the trick is trying to figure out when I will die. So how much money do I need to survive until then? Exactly. And it's a complete crapshoot because like, if I knew I was dying in 15 years... I would buy life insurance so my family is set up for success. Mm -hmm. But if I find out I'm dying in 50 years, I'm not going to buy life insurance. Why would I do that? Yeah, agreed. And in a perfect world, me and Emily die on the same day and our last penny goes to paying for the casket. And like, that's it. <laughs> like, that's the exact way you want to live your life. Well, I agree wholeheartedly. I don't know. If I found out that I'm rocking steady until 92, I can try to predict inflation, cost of living, and I will know exactly how much I need to survive while only leaving a pile of lint and old CDs for my son. Like, I'll pay for his college, but he's got to bootstrap the rest. Yeah, maybe put off retirement for a little bit to make sure that you have enough to survive a lot later into retirement than most people do. Yeah, exactly. Now, the other thing financially is I think if I knew I was dying in a relatively soon amount of time, you know, anything less than 25 years. Hog wild. I would go hog wild. Yeah. Well, not necessarily hog wild, like just like spending frivolously. I, I even mean just like career wise. I would do something I love and just say, screw it. Like I wouldn't worry so much about having a quote unquote good job. I would just blow all my current money in an effort to do something I like voice acting or something. I don't I, Not even specifically that just like something just go for it. Because if yeah. I'm dead in 12 years anyway, YOLO. YOLO indeed. It's just, I don't know. I, now, I can't do that now because I'm just not the type of person who can risk being homeless at 55. Like, you know me. If I can't shower, I'll hyperventilate. I do know that. If there's anything in life I know, it's that if you can't shower, you're going to lose your mind and your marriage because you'll never have sex again. Right. So I have to have a quote-unquote good job and I have to just buckle down and do something that's okay. Mm -hmm. Sucks, man. I wish I knew when I was going to die for that specific reason. Yeah, I think it would definitely put things into perspective, right? I think it's very easy for us as a society to kind of get a little complacent and procrastinate because we assume that we just have a long life to live. And maybe you'll get, you know, a death date that says that you will have a long life to live. But if you don't, it kind of puts everything into perspective. Exactly. Then you can actually realistically create a bucket list and work on it. Yeah. If I create a bucket list now, I'm just going to I'll get around to that another day. I'll read 10 more books another time. Yeah. And then like you're jumping out of planes when you're 80 and who wants to do that? Yeah, exactly. It's just you shit everywhere. Yeah. I mean, I'd be shitting the whole way down anyways, <laughs> even if I jumped out of a plane right now. That's true. Fair point. Gross. David, one thing I want to do before I die, mm -hmm. buy some quality blinds. So let's dive into a center commercial that may help out with that. Oh, wow. <laughs> what a transition. <laughs> center commercials.
Sun's out and shades are in. Ooh, baby. Get your home summer ready with custom window treatments from Blinds.com. Get a high-end look without the high-end price with the most popular outdoor shades and transform your backyard into the perfect weekend oasis with light filtering shades that help block UV rays without obstructing your view. Plus, right now, Blinds.com is offering up to 35% off everything making it a breeze to upgrade any room in your home, indoors or out. With over 25 million blinds sold, that's a lot of blinds. It's a lot. In 35,000 five-star reviews, there's a reason why Blinds.com is the number one online retailer of custom window treatments in the world. Whether you do it yourself or have them handle the install from start to finish, Blinds.com makes ordering custom window treatments easy with free shipping and 100% guaranteed perfect fit. Sunshine and barbecues are in the forecast. Upgrade your backyard and window treatments with Blinds.com today and enjoy your new view all summer long. Go to the link in our show notes for up to 35% off site-wide. That's the link in our show notes for up to 35% off site-wide. Rules and restrictions may apply. 35% hot damn Blinds.com. Bye, Blinds. Now, David, I think a low-key cool part about knowing your death date is that you could plan your last day, your last meal, etc. Like, send myself off with the perfect day. Mm. Plus, I could almost pick the way I die. Like, oh, it's my death day tomorrow? I think I'll take a bath with my toaster. Or I could just lock myself in an empty room and cut the electricity. That way I'm not dying via fire or some shit. Just give me a heart attack instead. I don't know that you can, like, narrow down the way you die. Well, I can. If if I know, okay, August 7th, 2021 is my death date. I'll just lock myself in an empty room. How am I going to I'm I'm either going to die of a heart attack or a stroke or like a plane's going to hit my house and explode. But I'm not going to drown. Mm. I'm probably not going to start a fire if I turn off the electricity. I'm probably not going to get shot in the face unless someone breaks into my empty room. Here's a question. Are we assuming that we absolutely trust the death date that we're given. <laughs> I mean, I, I think we have to for the sake of the question, but I mean, you you do you. If you don't want to trust fate, okay. Well, like some lady with a crystal ball is like, you're going to die on the July 25th of 2040. <laughs> then I wouldn't trust that. No. But if there is a scientific way or what, whatever it is that I absolutely trust, then I would have to consider killing myself. Before that date? On the date. Here's my argument is that, okay, let's say in that option of of you saying, you know, I want to make sure that I'm not going to die in some really shitty way. So I'll like lock myself in a room and fine. And then one of the examples you gave was like a plane flies into your house. Well, what if you were supposed to die, get a stray bullet coming and, and hitting you in the street on your way to work or some bullshit? And instead, you lock yourself at home and fate has a way of saying like, nope, we're going we're gonna to get you and flies a plane into your house. And now the rest of your family dies because you refused to let fate actually kill you the way it wanted to. I'll tell them to go apple picking that day or something. Really? You, so this is also, are, are we now assuming that your family doesn't know you're going to die? Like, Ashley wouldn't want to be at your side. I would tell her, screw you. Like, this is my death date. Get out of here. I don't want... <laughs> this is my death date. <laughs> I don't know. Well, I mean, that's a fair point, but we don't know how I'm going to die, and I don't want her to be... I don't want to take the risk and have her die some bad way. This is agreed. Yeah, I'm just, I was just thinking, like, if I kill myself, I am writing the narrative, right? It's not just like, a, oh, waiting for it to happen. If I know it's going to happen one way or another, then I might as well, on that day, do it myself when I'm fully prepared and ready and know exactly what's going down. 
David, this took a dark twist. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Okay. <laughs> just want to make sure. Just want to make sure. Yeah, I'm just saying if I knew if I knew my death date 30 years from now, why would I want to wait and see how I was going to die? But you're saying you would wait till that day to do it. Correct. Okay, okay. Yes. I guess I I guess I'm okay with that. It's a weird part of the conversation. I know. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I hear what you're saying. I do. Mm. Like you said, it's already decided for you. Fate has decided you're going to die this day. You want to have some semblance of power in your own life. Yes. Okay. I also feel like there is, albeit small, a piece of risk there that I wouldn't be willing to leave up to chance. Sure. You know, for my family's sake. Understood. I do think the coolest part of knowing your death day, just like having the death penalty, is that you can plan your last meal and all these other normal unjailed folks, they die randomly without getting a fancy dinner and you get to pick your final meal. That's baller. What would your last meal be, David? Oh, my God. Yeah, it would, it would probably be some form of red meat, you know, like some, some kind of steak or something. A good steak. And I really love French fries. So a little steak and frites action would, would really uh, rev my engines for, for death. Rev your engines for death. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think that I would just be trying to compile like an inordinate amount of calories, like 40,000 or something. You want to go out via heart attack? Well, maybe. Who cares if I gain five pounds? But like. Boy, do I feel bad for the person who's going to clean me up after. That's unfortunate. Yeah, that's not fun. I don't know if you're familiar with Friendlies, which I think is only a Northeastern U.S. thing. Why wouldn't I be familiar with Friendlies? What's wrong with you? No, I... Those little tiny mozzarella sticks? <laughs> Fuck yeah. Give me those all day. It used to be a bigger chain. Now there's only a few left, but... Yeah, they're dying. They used to have this thing called the crowd pleaser, and my friends and I called it the 12 scoop challenge. It's 12 scoops of ice cream and six toppings. And you have to eat it as fast as you can. That's not Friendly's thing. That's our thing. It's a miracle that you're still living right now with some of the stories you've told us. I have the record at 7 minutes and 49 seconds. Jesus. And this is why I had a colonoscopy before I was 30. But the strategy here is that you do six different flavors at two scoops apiece. So you have some variety, but not too much. Like you don't want to do 12 different flavors. That's dumb. Yeah, no. And you can't be doing topics like gummy bears or shit like that. You're going to do like peanut butter, butterscotch, the good shit. Stuff that just lubes you up. Lubes you up. Anyway, we're, yeah. we're sidetracked, but I just, I had to mention the crowd pleaser because that is, I miss it and I want to do it again. But, yeah. But anyway, back to death, David, death. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fuck talking about cool shit. <laughs> I think for not having a death date, because we really haven't talked about that, which I mean, that's normal life. Mm. I don't normally like surprises. I really don't. But it's also like, if it ain't broke, why fix it? Have you ever met somebody who knows they only have like two months left to live? They're usually miserable. I mean, understandably so, but they're miserable. Yeah, they are. And it. I feel like there's a certain part of you that thinks like, oh, yeah, that would be good to know so I could live my life to the fullest. But if it's not what you want it to be, then are you going to live your life to the fullest or are you going to just live your life in a state of dread waiting for that day? Exactly. That's the kind of the way that I'm thinking about it. It's like, I don't think knowing is going to bring me any more joy. It might just make me sadder. Yeah. It's confirming that I'm finite. I want to be infinite. I want to scream through the sky like Bezos's cock rocket. I don't want to be some schmuck that's underground with tree roots or mounded down into a pile of ashes and stuck in a mahogany box. Screw that. I want to be infinite, David. You want to be infinite, huh? I want to be infinite. Interesting. <laughs> you don't? You're okay dying? I mean, yeah, I mean, no. Okay. I'm not. So David wants to be infinite too, everybody. I suppose. I get that. I would get old if you were like immortal. 
that would get old. Yeah, no, you're right. But but I do think that the the ideal way to live life is maybe not, you know, living like you're dying, living every day like it's your last. But I do think that there is some knowledge to that or, or some benefit to that in that you should be in the moment each day and not think so much about the future and things to come that you don't enjoy the time that you're in right now. And I think that knowing your death date could absolutely be the type of information that would prevent you from enjoying your life because it's all you can think about. Yeah. Even if it's 20, 30 years from now, Mm -hmm. I think that it would still be at the top of my mind every single day, like having a countdown on my phone, like, you know, 8,000 days until the end times. Yeah. No, I I think we're already programmed to think about our death on some level. And I think if I knew my death date, it's all I would be able to think about. Yep. And I think that the people in the world right now that are living their best lives aren't necessarily like not afraid to die, but they just don't let their mind wander too far and focus too much on the future rather than the now. Yeah. And I don't think that knowing your death date would allow you to really do that. Agreed. I think our talking here has led me to a decision. I don't know if you're ready, but I'm ready. Yeah, I think I'm ready too. Okay. That was really ominous, huh? A long pause. Yeah, and then was. like a <laughs> alone. I think I think I'm ready too, Michael. I think you're ready to die. I'm ready. Take me. This was a downer. I'm sorry, people. Penises, penises, penises. <laughs> ah, yeah. All right. Would you want to know your death date? No. no. I don't know. There is a piece of me that is like the preparer that hates the unknown mm-hmm. that really it sounds like knowing your death date would be the way that you would want. Like for me, that falls in line with everything I would think about myself is like, yeah, I love to prepare. I love to know what's going on. So knowing my death date would be ultimate way of preparing my life and being organized and having everything in its right place. But I just feel like there are very few things in our life that we have control over. Mm -hmm. And I think that's kind of the best part about life, which is weird. Yeah. I'm really discovering myself right now as we we speak. (laughs) No, what really comes down to it is I don't think I would be able to lead a normal life and be happy knowing when I was going to die, regardless of when that is. Because I think there's a part of me right now that thinks like, oh, maybe they'll invent immortality before I die and then I'll be able to live for a long time. But if someone tomorrow is like, yeah, you die in 35 years, it's like, oh, well, <laughs> bummer. Yeah. So I just don't think I would be able to think about anything else. And I think that would make living through life and being happy and enjoying the time that I do have on this earth difficult. I'm with you. I started the episode maybe leaning more towards knowing my death date at like 55% if I had to kind of percentage it out. Yeah. But I think the talk at the end there is is what kind of swayed me to lean the other way and i'm still not like i mean there's still a definitely a a chunk of me that would like to know i just want to know but i think that so much of life is grappling with your own mortality whether you're a midlife crisis fuckwad who's sad about it or a teenager who's like unabashedly pretending it doesn't exist and just laughing in death's face Mm -hmm. it's just a fact that any living thing will die and all of us like even animals like wolves and snails and probably even plants we're all thinking about death on some level at all times yeah i i think so and 
I like I said, I just think that's all I would be able to think about if I knew when it would happen. It would invade my day to day and like every single decision I made would be affected by it. Like, should I have steak tonight or a salad? Well, I only have like 11,689 days left. Do I really want to use up 0.09% of them eating like a rabbit? It's just like everything I did. I think what what you were saying before about like knowing your death date and saying like, okay, I have 11 years to live. I'm not going to subject myself to a career I don't enjoy or or to, to shit I don't like doing. But in reality, I think it would almost be the opposite for me, especially. I, so immediately I would think like, okay, in 11 years, Emily's going to be alone. So I need to bust my ass for this number of years so that she can live a healthy, long life after I'm gone. And it would almost even be more of a driver for me to do some shit that I don't want to do just to make money or have a decent enough career so that she has something when I'm gone. Yeah, no, that makes sense. And I think, yeah, it would be nice to put a proper capper on life rather than it ending abruptly because you don't know. That's just not how life works. I personally hate artificiality. Unless we're talking about fruits, give me fake banana, not real banana. But like test tube babies, robotic arms, genital reassignments. I'm good. You're born with one arm. You have a funky looking dick, but in your head, you're a two armed woman. Okay. Like you can present as a woman. I don't care what you do. It's your life. Like you can do whatever. But do you need to grow a fake vagina in a test tube? I'm not, I don't know. Write a book, make some art, be an advocate. You can still lead a strong, powerful, important life, even though you're not what you want to be in your mind. And don't at me like this is not me being anti-trans at all. 100%. Again, do what you want to do. It's just, I'm not into artificial anything. Like artificial body parts, artificial humans. I like natural stuff and less food. And we just can't all be rich and famous and in love. Like we all want that, but we can't be it. Some people are just stuck. Just be a goddamn good person and die when you're supposed to die, you selfish shit. That, that's all I have to say. <laughs> wow. That uh, that took a turn there at the end. <laughs> I don't, again, I want to stress, if you took from what I just said that I am anti-trans, you're not listening to what I'm saying. I am cool with it. I just don't think you should get a fake penis. That's all. Good. Yeah. I, okay. Are you okay with people getting fake body parts and like robotic arms? I mean, and- if that's if that's their jam, yeah. If I had an opportunity to get like a bionic arm or leg or some shit, I would be on that 100%. Fuck yeah. I want to be half robot, man. If getting an artificial dick is going to make someone feel like they are more comfortable in their life, then have at it. I don't know. I'm even of the mind, like, I still don't even know how I feel about people, if they break their leg, getting their leg fixed. <laughs> I'm, I'm being honest, because there's so many goddamn people. It's clear that we're not doing what science wants us to do. There's too many people and we're killing each other and fucking living on top of each other. Maybe people are supposed to die or have shitty shit. Oh, man. I don't know. This is a bigger yeah. topic for a later time, but yeah, this got really deep, really <laughs> fast. I mean, we're talking about death the whole time, so it was already pretty deep, but wowzers. Anyway, again, please, 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 please. I am not anti-trans. Do you? Yeah. And remember, if you think Michael's anti-trans, I mean, I'm definitely not. So <laughs> there's a positive. I am not JK Rowling. Nope. Moving forward. But I do have a hairy twatter. Mm-hmm. David, we decided, but we want to know what everybody else thinks. Yeah, we're absolutely going to post on Instagram the day this episode comes out asking for your opinion. And what we say really doesn't make any sense or no one really cares. But (laughs) we want to know what you think. So 
hit up Instagram. Let us know what you think. Let the no- world know what you think. Do you want to know what your death date is? Also, how do you feel about fake penises? <laughs> <laughs> and we're not talking about like dildos. Dildos are cool. No, dildos are awesome. Yeah. <laughs> we really went off track here. Uh, you just cut out the last 10 minutes of this episode. It'll be good. David, what do we have coming up? Next episode we have coming out next Wednesday, August 11th. We are going to be covering the movie True Romance. Yes, I have watched the ends and it is very interesting. Now, because we're not having a guest, we are going to need questions. So it's already going to be too late once you're listening to this. But (laughs) I hope that you've asked questions. (laughs) Yeah, I hope you did because we need them. Yes. Mm -hmm. I got nothing else, David. Yeah, I mean, other than go go do all the stuff with all the social medias and the follows and all that junk. You know by now. Yes, please. Mm-hmm. And remember, our opinion, just like all those airline miles you wasted while sleeping for five years, does not matter. 